What's going on, everybody? It is Sunday, December 3rd at 7 p.m., and with that is the news of West Virginia's bowl destination. The Mountaineers kind of hit a little uh, pivot swerve from the normal Big 12 bowl games. They are headed to Charlotte, North Carolina to take on the University of North Carolina Tar Heels in the Duke's Mayo Bowl, and I think that's a pretty good get if you're West Virginia. I think there was a lot of reporting done earlier about how the game switched and how West Virginia was able to get this slot and all of it's just big time. And I think it's a bit it's a it's a pretty big stage. It's in a place where you have a large alumni base and even though you're playing a team from that bowl game location state, I don't think it's the worst thing in the world. And I also think North Carolina is a pretty good opponent. And so there's a lot of factors in this that are important. So North Carolina, West Virginia, I know this is, hits a little home for you, Mr. Patrick Renau, but just overall your thoughts on them getting this slot and this team. Um, I definitely think, you know, going into it when bowl games started getting announced and you saw, um, Oklahoma not get that New Year's six at large spot kind of started to wonder where does West Virginia fall into these cracks and decent spots fill up and all that's left is you're seeing Pop-Tart Bowls all that's left but you've got two big 12 teams left and then when the news came out ah, West Virginia is going to Mayo Bowl ACC opponent then it's like okay you know that that's something that works out I think that's a huge get for West Virginia too um, and you're facing a good team in North Carolina where you can really kind of cap off what you did this season and build into something for next season. Yeah, I think that's a big component to this is that the opponent matters because when you're West Virginia and Neil Brown's already been announced as coming back, that news broke this week from Ren Baker, and you're trying to build and build and build and prove that you are in a good spot. Playing a team like North Carolina, who was what preseason top 15, something like that before the year, and obviously mm-hmm. they, they're eight and four now, but they're still a good ball club. And yes, they lost two to end the year, but I think when you want to have all these measuring stick conversations and see, oh, can Neil beat these good teams? It's a lot easier to judge that when you play a North Carolina squad than you play a group of five team that you might have played in another bowl game. And so that's the big deal for me is that you're paying, playing another legit power five opponent. Mm-hmm. You're not having to schedule and not having to play someone who's not as formidable. Yeah, it's, you know, the predictions coming into this bowl game were all over the place for West Virginia. I mean, there was... There was Cal, there was Toledo. Um, You were seeing the ACC schools pop up in the Pop-Tart Bowl. So to kind of get one that is a good team with a good record and a winning record, which is something that most Mountaineer fans want to see them go up against, um, I think that's just a great thing for them. And it's you can take a really – you can take a good step in the program for this if you get a win in that game. And another another version, another piece to this is where this game is. I know mm-hmm. last time West Virginia was in Charlotte, they made some noise down there. And yes, I think there's going to be a large contingent of people in gold and blue. And mm-hmm. I think 
I'm not surprised by that, obviously, by any means. And I think it's going to be a great opportunity for West Virginia to kind of showcase themselves. I know in a lot of these bowl games, when you're playing teams from that state, it's you don't really have the opportunity to showcase your fan base and everything. But I really think there will be a good amount of people there. Both schools will represent it, obviously. And that's a big aspect for it, too, of you get to go somewhere. You're not going to Dallas or somewhere like that, right, where you're kind of stuck fan-wise. I think it's great for the fans that they have an opportunity to go see this play, go see this team play, because let's be real, this team's been really fun to watch, especially on offenses here. And so you give a lot more people that chance. It's it's good for everyone involved. Yeah, it's Charlotte is known um, in West Virginia for kind of being that large alumni network place for the Mountaineers. But then also it's from Morgantown, Charlotte is a little under a six hour drive for people. And it's just you take a straight shot on I-79, you find yourself in Charlotte, North Carolina. So. I think there's going to be a lot of golden blue there. Um, I think North Carolina fans will be kind of shocked to see how many are there. Shocked? You you think they're going to be shocked? I think North Carolina fans will be shocked to see how many WVU fans are are at that game. All right, I'll I'll take it. I'll take it. But let's just kind of talk about North Carolina as a team, just very briefly. Eight and four, as I said earlier, two losses uh, to Clemson and North Carolina State, both on the road to end the season. They also lost to Georgia Tech on the road earlier in 2023 as well. They've given up some points. They're susceptible on defense, but there seems to be, and in my talks with Patrick, before we clicked record, there seems to be like there will be a lot of uh, points scored, a lot of fireworks. What do you think, Patrick? Um, I think there are going to be a lot of rushing yards between these two teams. Um, Amarian Hampton is a finalist for the top running back award in the country. And North Carolina is giving up 168 rushing yards a game, 91st in the country. When you've got a team of that has backs like Jaheim White and C.J. Donaldson, a quarterback that can run like Garrett Green, you're going to see a lot of ball. You're going to see a lot of running, a lot of long runs. But then also North Carolina has a guy like Drake May being able to connect with someone like Tez Walker. And then West Virginia has a passing game that sometimes it shows up, sometimes it doesn't. Um, North Carolina passing-wise, um, opponents are getting 247 passing yards a game, 96th in the country. So it's – it's going to be a game with a lot of points. Yeah, let's points. let's talk about that. Amarian Hampton, 1,400 yards, almost 1,500, 15 touchdowns on the ground. That's just – that's ridiculous. Averaging 120 a game and almost – and over six yards a carry. And then Drake May, that's an interesting storyline to watch too. He's obviously one of the better quarterbacks in this draft class by a lot of quote-unquote experts. And so it'll be interesting to see if he plays in this exhibition type deal a month from now. So do you have anything else or should we get out of here? Uh, No, I think that's it. 
I guess we'll just say go Pack Go. For those of you listening, Patrick is a huge Packers fan, and I'm a Washington football fan, and we don't talk about them. So December 27th, 5.30 p.m., it is the Duke's Mayo Bowl, and West Virginia is in it. And if you're looking for even more positive news, if West Virginia wins, Neil Brown gets doused in a mayonnaise shower, I believe. So that could be very high-quality comedic content so with that i'm wesley shoemaker joined by patrick now west virginia playing north carolina in the duke's mail bowl and we will be back with you very very soon